Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910 or 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. It is 309 here in the station in Pittston on this Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, Election Day, 65 degrees and sunny outside, say for the most part. I hope you uh, got out and voted. If not, I hope you're planning to. I voted today before coming into the studio. Was in and out. No problems up in Greenfield Township. No line. Matter of fact, I was the only one there voting at the time. But as I was leaving, there were people coming in. So it's good to see. I don't know how many uh, were before me. Usually we used to get those slips that said what number you were voting that day. We don't get those anymore. But I did get my sticker. So if you're looking to vote, if you want a preview... Before you get to your polling location, if you follow me on Facebook, I put both the sample ballots for all of Luzerne County and all of Lackawanna County on my Facebook page. Now, mind you, each uh, each site is about 374 pages of uh, sample ballots. I believe most ballots are two or three pages for each county. They're about the same because they're broken down by your... Your voting area, you know, there's different people for your school districts, different people for your borough or towns or such like that. But you could scroll through and find yours. I found mine before I went down just to take a look to see, uh, you know, who was there. And then, you know, I had my votes. Some people earned my votes. Some people, you know, didn't. So I hope they do since, uh, you know, I did vote. I hope they do earn that in the future. We're not going to get into that. But if you want to say who you voted... For uh, by all means, feel free to call in 570-883-0098, text in. Uh, if you don't want to say who you voted for, that's fine. But if you want to say how your experience was, was it in and out, were there any issues, you know, let us know. If you're going to tell me, if you're going to text in about issues that you had, let me know what your polling location was. So, uh, you know, we could pass it along out there. Like I said, I was in and out of my area very quickly. You know, parked, came out, went in. Uh, the township, uh, one of the township groups was having a bake sale, which is an outstanding idea. Get the voters coming in and out. So, uh, you know, I had to splurge for uh, to support them and buy my cupcake. I think it was a dollar for the cupcake, so well worth it. And put $2 in the basket and uh, support, you know, whatever whatever they were looking to do there. And there were no uh, no polling uh, hawks outside, you know, looking to tan me a fly or anything like that, which is unusual for my township. Usually there's at least two or three people out there. And the signs were further away, so I don't know if they had an issue up there. Uh, the closest signs were normally in the walkway when you walk into the building, and they were, they were at the edge of the parking lot, so maybe they said that they couldn't be that close anymore. Somebody complained, I don't know. But uh, hopefully you get out and vote. Do your due diligence. And whoever that is, hopefully they live up to your vote. Again, I'm not going to sway one way or another. Your vote is yours personally. So, uh, you know, if you're going to call in and say, you know, who should I vote for here? Listen, I'm not going to tell you. That's why I put the sample ballots for the entire counties, both Luzerne and Lackawanna County, on my Facebook page. So you can look through it and see who's there. See the names. Do some research on the names. See what they stand for. See their background. You know, even if it's just 15 minutes before you head down to the polls, do your due diligence and see who's uh, 
who's there for you. A text message in already. I voted straight Republican, no Dems. I I had a mix, to be honest with you. I mean, some of, uh, actually quite a bit of the people in my area were running unopposed. You know, one, you know, for Lackawanna County is Gary DeBilio. He was running unopposed. Uh, then you had a few school board members. It was one of these pick two, and there were only two running. So I would imagine they're running unopposed. Or there was no one, no third person there. You know, there was a lot of that. But as far as the Supreme Court and court picks, you know, I would uh, look wisely at what you choose there. And again, you do, you vote how you want to vote. I'm a proponent of uh, you doing your research, just like I'm a proponent of everything I talk about here. You know, hear what I say, talk about it, listen to it, take the information, and do your own research. And like I said, I look at all different angles of things I talk about. I try and find it from different perspectives. I try and see what all sides are saying about a topic. And then I do my own research and I come to my conclusion and that's what I try and portray to you, you know, a rounded issue. Obviously, I have my beliefs just like you have your beliefs. But I, I try and give you the basic information so you can go out and do your own research on it. If you hear something that sparks your interest, say, hey, I want to do a little more research on that. You know, I saw this and that's what why the Odyssey app is so great because you can go through it, you could see the chapters of what I talked about and uh, say, okay, this is the time he talked about that. Let me do a little research on this. It's right there. I can I can search the name on the internet and see search the title or the topic and get my own uh, opinion. Got another text message in. My brother and I voted for a new council majority in Scranton. I'm hoping we weren't the only ones. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, contested areas. There's going to be a lot of interesting stories going on. But you know the the historically. Not many people vote on this kind of off year, even though it's really not. To, today's elections are truly important to the day-to-day -day lives. I would say even more so than the national elections that are out there. I mean, we're talking about our school district, our school board members. We're talking about our town councils, our city councils, some mayors, our county commissioners. That, that affects our day-to-day -day life, your day-to-day -day life, more than... You, you re probably realize more than we realize where, okay, you know, you have a Joe Biden in the White House right now. It's my belief, and I can go down the data. We've talked about it here on the show that, you know, this administration is not doing a good job. They are crushing us as far as illegal immigration. The, you have multitude of facts of inflation and, and interest rates, and, and we can go down and, and look at, you know, we're, we're fighting two proxy wars right now for the most part. I mean, make no mistake, there's been 40 attacks on U.S. assets in the Middle East with more than 40 injured U.S. servicemen. I haven't seen any major retaliation on America's part for that. I've seen shows of force. I've seen warnings. John Kirby was just talking about that today. And uh, his, his statement was... Kind of comical, to be honest with you. You know, he talked about deterrence and how the, they're portraying deterrence across the region. And uh, no, I'm sorry, you haven't because there's been 40 attacks on U.S. assets with more than 40 U.S. personnel wounded, two of which had to be airlifted to Germany for treatment. So that's not deterrence. Deterrence is if you 
touch a hair on American servicemen, we're going to make you pay for it. And we, we haven't. Striking a, a tent in the desert really doesn't justify having to airlift two American soldiers, sailors, Marines, or airmen to uh, Germany for further medical treatment, which means that the local base hospital couldn't handle it. But make no mistake, today, and I think they look at anywhere between 32 and 37% participation rate in uh, local elections here in Northeast Pennsylvania on this year of elections, you know, an off year from the national platform. That's not good. Because like I said, the, today's election affects your day-to-day lives, your kids' day-to-day lives, your, your township, your, your county, more than the national aspect of it. You know, I, when I was out in uh, Tunkhannock, I was talking to the Wyoming Valley, Wyoming County commissioners. And uh, there's a couple of writing candidates, but they're running pretty much unopposed out there. Again, I don't know too much about the politics out there, but had a great conversation with the mayor of Tinkanic and the commissioners, two of the commissioners of, Tink- of uh, Wyoming uh, County. I like what's going on out there. You know, I told them I'd like to get them on on the show more if they have events out there or what's going on out there. You know, I know the uh, DA from Wyoming County has called into this show before, so I know they're listening. But... If you think, hey, you know, I'm, I really don't feel like going down to my polling place today. I really don't want to. I don't know who I'm going to vote for and such. Listen, you can just Google. You can search on your search engine, whatever search engine you use, Bing, uh, you know, whatever there is out there, Safari, all the fun ones. There's so many different ones now. You say Luzerne County sample ballots for 2023, and it'll pop up. Like I said, it's 370-something pages, 374 pages. But uh, it's worth it. You need to get out there and uh, make your voice heard because these are the races that matter here at home. These are the races that matter day to day, week to week, month to month, especially our school boards. Look at what's going on with our schools. I mean, even if you want to compartmentalize it, even if you want to say just about taxes, Look at the school districts with their tax. You know, we we hear time and time again, every time those taxes go up or something happens, the complaints. Well, know who you're putting in there to make these decisions. And and like I said, just my school board alone today had two candidates and it was picked two. So there's going to be, those were the choices, the two. They're getting in one way or another. But do a little research on them, find out. And it didn't take long. I mean, these are just normal people in, in a community, in my school district. You do a little research, see what their platforms are, see what they talk about. You know, it took me all of five minutes in my car to, you know, do a little research on the two of them, even though they were running pretty much unopposed because it was picked two and there's only two running. They weren't going to earn my vote, even though they're guaranteed to get in, unless I saw something I liked. If they were totally against what I wanted to stand for, no, they weren't getting a vote. So let that stand. You know, when when it shows that everybody else gets... 900 votes and they only got 160 it just shows the groundwork for that next election who's vulnerable who they they really didn't like them but they were the only choice so here's where we go next time and let's now we'll have a record of what they do wilkesbury ward 8 at 8 a.m had seven voters including me 8 a.m 
that's an early. That's when it opens, so that's good. I did see, uh, you know, I was monitoring the traffic earlier today, too, because a lot of employers give their employees a little time to go vote, especially on Election Day. They can come in 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour late if they're going to vote. I did see some of that, so hopefully people were taking advantage of that. Hopefully employers in, in Northeast Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania as a whole, you know, are accommodating like that. A lot aren't. I know that. I know that. But again, if I can stress anything today, it's the fact that today's elections, you might not think it's important because it's just school board and townships and county councils and, count, and, and city councils and county commissioners. These are the ones that affect us day to day. These are the ones that affect us each and every day because this is where we live. On a national sta- stage, we can insulate ourselves a little bit from what's going on there. With your school district, your, your town, your county, your area, the judges here locally in our, in our county and, and state are really important to things we do day in and day out. So that's my stress for the day, my, my stress point for the day. It's uh, 322 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 325 here in the studio, 65 degrees and partly sunny outside. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. And like I said earlier, this is your show today. Today's election day. Let's hear what your thoughts are, who you're voting for. And you can text it in, you can call it in. You know, whatever your thoughts are today, 570-883-0098. said, uh, Moscow number is 90 at 945 this morning. We have a big school board race coming up. Absolutely. North Pocono has always been a, a big battleground for the school directors out there. There's always been this back and forth, you know, especially years back when their new high school and everything else was getting built. So uh, it's good to see that there was 90 as of 945 this morning. But North Pocono, uh, especially Moscow, is a big area over there. Somebody texted in, yeah, what do you do if uh, you don't like your school board members and they're running unopposed? Well, here's the two things you can do. First of all, you have to organize before Election Day. It's it's a little too late now unless you have the resources to reach out to a whole lot of people, but you can write in a candidate against them. And if you don't, if they don't align with your values, if they don't give them your vote, even if they're unopposed, don't give them their vote because at the end you can see Okay, if X, Y, and Z school board members got 800, 900, and 780 votes, and this one school board member got 130 votes but was running unopposed and got in, you could see their vulnerability. It sends a message to them. But it also gives you the opportunity, if someone out there was organizing a write-in campaign against a school board member that's not like that is running unopposed because someone didn't get the timing in with the paperwork, didn't... Didn't step up till late. If you can get your network of people to write in a candidate, you have a chance, especially if other people aren't going to vote for someone. So just because someone's running unopposed, if, if they don't share your values, if they don't align with what your beliefs are, don't vote for them, even if they're unopposed, even if they're the only choice. You have the right to leave that blank. And that would be my suggestions there. Because, A, it sends a message that they are truly not aligned with what the people want. And, B, if there is a write-in campaign that's been organized, usually prior to Election Day, and it believe me, it's a long shot. It takes a lot of work. You have to be at all those polling locations with people, with slips, because unless that name's written in specific, you know, unless there's enough of them, because people 
like like I just said, people just circle the the bubble because there's no one else there. Well, this is the only person running. I'll just vote for them. Don't do that. If you don't know the person, especially if they you do know them and they don't align with you, don't vote for them. That's your choice. And it sends your message that, hey, you might be running unopposed. You might be guaranteed a spot, but you don't have my vote. And if you see that person later and you want to relay that to them, by all means, maybe they're open to say, well, why, why, am I, why don't I have your vote? What, what, are your, what are your issues with me? And there's a discussion there. If they just say, hey, screw you, I don't care anyway. Um, then you, they just proved your point for you. They, they weren't worthy of your vote to begin with. Another texter said, so are they running out of paper? Are they running out of voting paper yet? I haven't heard anything to that effect. I know Lackawanna County earlier, this was probably two hours ago, put out that they've had no voting issues. And that's why I'm putting it out to you. You know, if you let me know your voting experience, even if it was fine, just text in 570-883-0098. Hey, texted at 2 o'clock, everything was good. Here's where I went. You know, went in, out, no issues. So, uh, you know, we'll see there. One of the other things that I've been talking about here for two weeks, what have I been talking about, Jake? Two weeks now about the government shutdown, now in 10 days. Mm -hmm. Still not hearing about it many places. I mean, I did some searches today, and Reuters and some of them are saying, yes, the deadline's coming in 10 days. Um, I saw that the Republicans are having private talks, closed-door debates, which the House Speaker Mike Johnson has classified as positive says we certainly want to avoid a government shutdown it's dangerous time around the world right now we recognize that we'll be uh, revealing what our plan is in short order well it's 10 days until the government shuts down and historically around the holidays thanksgiving christmas new year's shutting down the government is political suicide for anybody it'll be for across the board there'll be no one party that owns that but with everything that's gone on 10 days until the government shuts down, and we're really not hearing a peep in mainstream media. We're not hearing the calls for, hey, why aren't you sitting down? Why aren't there ongoing negotiations every day, 12 hours a day, starting two weeks ago? I mean, this has been months. When was the last continuing resolution? Three months ago? Two, two and a half months ago? I think it was three months ago. So 10 days, the government shuts down. That puts us the week, that Friday before Thanksgiving. If they don't come up with something then, now do they say, okay, let's do a continuing resolution, which knowing the lackadaisical and the incompetent government we have, oh, let's push this off to the first Monday in January, and then we'll worry about it. Because that's what our government does. They push it off. They don't take things seriously. But 10 days until our government shuts down, and we're not hearing a word about it, unless you actually search for it. And I've been talking about it here for a week or two. It's something to worry about because we need to do something. Our borders wide open. Our troops are being attacked. We have assets, military assets, pretty much everywhere right now. The Pacific, all across the Middle East, the Red Sea, the Mediterranean. It's uh, it's not the time to play these games. And the first step to that is sitting down and discussing things. And they're not. You have the Democrat leader, Hakeem Jeffries, Screaming one thing, and you have the House Speaker, Mike Johnson, saying, well, they're having closed-door debates, and it seems positive. I don't want to hear positive. I want to hear sit-down negotiations that are ongoing. 
but we're not hearing it again. So it's the same old, same old in Washington. Hopefully uh, that works out, but let's focus on locally today on this election day. It's 3.32 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news with Paul Michaels. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM. is 3.38 here in the studio, 65 degrees and partly sunny. Well, if you're paying attention to what's going on in Washington right now, and uh, yeah, I know, why would you? Um, they are taking a vote right now to censure Representative Rashida Tlaib. The House defeated an effort to table the censure resolution, uh, 213 to 208, pretty much by partisan lines. So the debate for uh, censoring her is underway. Rep uh, Democratic Representative from Maryland, Jamie Raskin, said that it's wrong to punish people for their political ideas, no matter how wrongheaded or offensive we think they are. Talib is now uh, was on the floor 20 minutes ago, speaking in her own defense against the effort to censor her. And uh, so far, I don't have the total of the votes, but uh, Susan Wild, Democrat from Pennsylvania in the House, she's also the ranking member of the House Ethics Commission, and she's a Democrat, voted present in uh, her vote. And Schneider of Illinois was the Dem nay. So we'll see what's going on with this vote. It appears that this vote is taking place to censure uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib for her statements in regards to Israel and her anti-Semitic or alleged anti-Semitic, what's, a, what's uh, they state are anti-Semitic remarks. Um, to me, they are. Others disagree. But um, we'll see what the House comes up with when, the, when they censure her. But uh, Democrat Repre uh, Representative Susan Wild, who is the ranking member of the House Ethics Committee, voted present. So for her to vote present and not no may speak that there's uh, some rough times ahead there. You also had to, you know, to talk about a little more national, but here in Pennsylvania, uh, John Fetterman has accused Gavin Newsom, governor of California, of not having the guts to announce he's running for president. He said uh, he accused the California Democrat of running a primary campaign against President Biden without having the guts to publicly announce it. There are two additional Democrats running for Pennsylvania. Excuse me, running for president right now. Again, I'm, I'm quoting John Fetterman in the article. So Fetterman said during a speech at the Iowa Democratic Party on Saturday, one is a congressman from Minnesota, the other one is a governor of California, but the one, only one has the guts to announce it, the Pennsylvania Democrat added, referring to Newsom and Representative Dean Phillips, a Democrat of Minnesota. Newsom has repeatedly insisted that he has no plans to challenge Biden for the White House in 2024 or seek the presidency if Biden were to drop out of the race. But all his actions say otherwise. Newsom just recently traveled to China, we know that, where he met with President Xi Jinping in Beijing and discussed ways to accelerate our progress on climate in meaningful and subsidence ways, like China cares about the climate. Ask him about all their coal-fired power plants that are actually uh, doing what we used to do here, actually power their, their country. But we'll see what's going on there. 
Let me see. Uh, I'll get some text messages when I'm on break. It's a city reading. Voted in Jackson Township Volunteer Fire Company, Back Mountain at 315. I was number 309. No issues. They reported to me when I asked the poll workers. Well, that's good to hear up in Jackson Volunteer Fire, fire Company in the Back Mountain. Thanks for checking in. Again, let me know how your vote's going. Let me know how you went. Let me know, and I highly discourage it. Do not not vote. If you're eligible to vote, get out there and vote, please. I mean, I, I know life gets in the way. I know we're running around. I know some parents have kids with sports. Get out there and vote. But if for some reason you're not voting, if you're refusing to vote today, if you just think, hey, I'm just not doing it, I want to hear from you too. So text in, let me know. But again, these off-year elections, these elections for our school board members, our township officials, our city officials, our county officials, our are imperatively important for our day-to-day lives here in Northeast Pennsylvania. So make sure your voice is heard. Don't let them have run of our counties. Don't let them have run of our towns, our school districts, without your say. I can't stress that enough. It's uh, 3.43 here at WILK. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on this election day, Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, here at WILK News Radio. It is three, almost 3.47. 64 degrees outside. 60, yep. 64 degrees outside. Uh, got a text message from Exeter saying a low turnout voting in Exeter Township. What I thought about driving home was they told me you were number whatever voting today. And um, I guess when they put it through the machine, it was seven numbers higher. So if you, you were the 10th person to vote, it said the tabulator said it was 17. They could have told you you were the 10th person of your party. And the tabulator saying 17 could have been a combination of both parties. That's uh, that's my uh, feeling there. Because when you go in, you, uh, you, you say Republican or Democrat. And uh, they, they give you whatever it is. But that might be for the primary, too. Hmm. Hey, Rob, voted in Scott Township around 1230. No issues. Great to hear. Like I said, Greenfield Township. I was up there. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Linda from Wilkesbury on the election. Linda, did you get to vote today? Absolutely. I don't ever miss voting. Well, that's great to hear. And uh, I'm also um, on the ballot for Wilkesbury City Council in District D, which uh, encompasses. Parsons, Miners Mills, East End, and a section of the Heights. And the reason why I'm on the ballot is that my opponent is looking at a sixth term. Sixth term. Okay, and you just think they don't be there? Do you have policy differences, or you just think they've been there too long? Oh, absolutely too long. To me, it seems like it's a a dictatorship. Uh, We have a $54 million budget in this city. A large portion of that budget is salaries, benefits, pension. Uh, We have serious problems in our neighborhoods in in, uh, regards to absentee landlords. Our rents are uh, through the roof. There is dumping going on all over the city, illegal dumping, uh, crime, drugs. 
and I have been a property owner for many, many years in our city, and I've been paying my property taxes for many, many years, and I just see the money flying out the door. Uh, so and what's your plan to help with the, the cost? You said the main cost is salary, benefits, and pension for uh, the employees. What's your plan to help? Lid on First of all, keep a lid on it because um, the city council, I think, and if I'm not mistaken, are looking at increasing their salary $400, close to $400 in 2024. Now, that may not seem like a lot of money, but we have five city council members. They're all... Um, part-time if even that there's only two meetings a month some of them are taking Cadillac health care plans uh, if they're not taking the Cadillac health care dental insurances and what have you they expect to collect a four, close to four thousand dollar a year buyout which was never approved by the way of the taxpayers of this city years ago. So there's a lot of money flying around that really needs to be looked at. And I would never even consider taking the health care because I know that there are people in this city that don't have health care, can't even afford the premiums, let alone being paid not to have free health care. Um, well, is it is it part of the position family. entitled to, to health care? I mean, is that part of? Oh, yes. That was decided many years ago. And I really think that that should have been a ballot question many years ago because it was just slid right in there into the taxpayers' pockets. Um, and then the person that I'm running against uh, wants a sixth term, which will keep things the same. And uh, what's the overall budget in, in Wilkes-Barre, Linda? Fifty four million. All right. plus. Fifty four million dollars. You talk about a four hundred. And I know you say salaries and pensions and benefits are the biggest. And that's the biggest cost for any municipality that, you know, the people that actually right. are out there right. doing the work but you running have the to city. Take into consideration the income in this city is not exactly family income is not exactly high. Um, we have many seniors. We have many retired people who are not collecting huge amounts of pension or Social Security. And uh, we have families who are struggling to put food on the table. And I see all this, and then I think, why does my opponent want a sixth term when the expenses are rising in this city Crime, housing issues, uh, you name it. Well, you and just said rents are high in, in the city of Wilkes-Barre, correct? Yeah, they're going up. Well, they if, are if, going if up. crime was so bad, wouldn't wouldn't rents not be going up? Wouldn't it not be a desirable place? Usually rents go up when there's a place, desirable place no, to live. No, the rents are going up because we have um, many absentee landlords who have invested in, in rental properties in our city, as in Scranton and other areas, and they are pretty much um, adjusting the rents according to where they live. Um, some of these properties that are being rented 
are not, you know, above uh, the standard that most people would consider to be worth that kind of money. We also have boarding houses opening up. Well, are they occupying um, these houses or are they, I mean, if they're renting them out, that's the market value of the house if they're not renting out. No, they're absentee landlords renting them out at very high rates. And if you look at the apartment prices, the housing uh, prices, you will see it's outrageous. I mean, some of them actually could be flipped into a mortgage. Uh, there's a lot of investing going on around here. And then we have people moving into the buildings, paying the rent for several months, and then they find they can't pay the rent and they're gone. And they leave the neighborhoods in um, sometimes substandard conditions. Well, the rental market is what adjusts the rents. It's not the, the city council or the mayor or anything like that. It's basically no, if, if they don't have the clientele to rent it, they're not going to, they could ask whatever they want for the rent. If someone's not paying for it or willing to pay for it, you know, they're not going to get it. You know, and when we go That's back to true. your cuts, you know, for fifty-four million dollar budget, you talk about two thousand dollars in a pay increase and twenty thousand dollars in a potential health care buyout. Out of a fifty-four million dollar budget, that's twenty-two thousand dollars. I mean, that's less than zero point zero zero one percent of the overall budget. I don't see that saving the city as a whole. But I, I'm gonna get up against the Bloomberg minute money minute, Linda. I wish you luck in your election. Oh well, thank you very much. Thank you. Time for the Bloomberg. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. We got Wayne from Iden on vote. And Wayne, I got a 45 seconds before I go to break. Hello. Wayne, I got 45 seconds. Can I take you to hold me over? Uh, it's going to be a while because I got Tommy on, so you're going to be on hold for about oh, 20 okay. minutes. Okay, my comment. Here's my comment, real quick. Okay, I see where the Ukraine is uh, not going to have elections this year because of the war. And they're going to implement uh, uh, what can we call it? Um, martial law. Could that happen in this country with some emergency? It uh, could possibly be like uh, COVID or something else like that. Um, there was talk of that getting thrown around. I don't think it was serious talk. I, I think it would take a major catastrophe for that to happen. It did happen in New York after 9-11. They extended the, the mayor's term right. uh, there. So right. it, is it possible? It could be. It could be, yes. I see where Russia is uh, bailed out of the Farmers' agreement with, with uh, Europe. Yep, we're, we have to leave it there, Wayne. I appreciate your input.